Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast as we head into the weekend's return to La Liga action. Madrid preparing to meet Villarreal. And coming up, we're going to be looking at that match and running the rule over the opposition. Now, firstly, don't forget, if you've missed any of the previous episodes of the podcast and you want to catch up, you can do so via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com. So what's been making the news then over the last few days? Well, it's a mixture of good and bad news for Zidane. Firstly, both Eden Hazard and Militao tested negative for COVID-19 and are allowed back in with the squad today on Friday and are likely to be included in this weekend's squad. That adds, of course, to the news that Casemiro returned to training earlier in the week as well. Been a long old week, hasn't it, for Vinicius? He's returned to training after covering, uh, what, nearly 21,000 kilometres travelling with the Brazilian national team. And he didn't play a minute of either of their games. He was put on the spot in an interview about the recent allegations of a fallout with Karim Benzema. His reply was simply that it's just noise. My relationship with Karim is excellent. Asked if he could improve his performances as a player, he said nobody should think that everything that they've seen of me is everything that there is going to be. And about his dreams with Madrid, great answer he gave here. He said there are no dreams at Madrid, there are just goals, and they are to win everything. So, after all of the good news comes the not-so-good. Sergio Ramos has suffered a hamstring tear. He will be out for at least three games. Villarreal, Inter and Alaves. Media have been quick to jump onto the fact that it could mean the end of Real Madrid's interest in Champions League this season due to their record without Ramos in the team. It isn't great, of course, as we remember the games against Ajax, Manchester City and Shakhtar Donetsk. But at least Militao is back. Also slightly concerning is Varane's situation. He picked up a shoulder injury with the national team and he is going to be assessed on Friday morning. That is today. Now, one performance that will have given hope to everybody at Real Madrid was that of Luka Jovic, who managed three goals and an assist for the Serbian national team in their recent internationals. One goal against Scotland, two against Russia and the assist against Hungary. And this weekend could be the perfect time for Zidane to see if that confidence-boosting couple of weeks can continue as Benzema isn't quite back to 100% fitness yet, although you may well have seen the pictures of Benzema training in the last couple of days. He is out training with the ball and on the pitch, so he could still play some role in the game against Villarreal. Elsewhere, Nasho and Carvajal have both trained this week without any issues. And Furland Menti, who declined that late call-up for the French national team, is also fit and ready to play, as is Martin Odegaard. Valverde and Odria Zola are not part of the squad due to their ongoing injuries. Onto the transfer news front, plenty of speculation and rumour about the place. Sergio Ramos's father has been talking about his son's future. He said, I very much hope that he stays with Madrid. Uh, David Alaba continues to be linked with Madrid move, possibly in January. Zidane has been in contact with the player and his representatives, but so to have a PSG. The player, of course, is free to negotiate in January. Bayern Munich have offered him another year on his current deal. But what Alaba wants is 10 million per season and 4 million in linked bonuses. 
Uh, lots of press outlays, especially in the UK, reporting the continued interest of Manchester United in signing Rafa Varane next summer. And also still doing the rounds is the continued interest of PSG in Vinicius. A couple of the media outlets over in Spain saying that Zidane has already answered the question that if Mbappe comes, will Vinicius be allowed to go? Yes, apparently the answer. Now, Everton and Carlo Ancelotti's interest in Isco is certainly not a secret. And after the success of James Rodriguez's move there and Isco's current situation, it's viewed that a January move to Merseyside could well happen. Ancelotti, though, was quick to play down any interest. He was asked by a TV interviewer what the potential was. His answer was, we haven't thought about the January market yet. These comments and the question he said, as they say over here, are all nonsense. Time to move on then to this weekend's meeting with Villarreal. Just the 43rd meeting between these two clubs and Madrid have dominated this fixture over the years, winning 25-13 draws with just four losses. The last win for Villarreal actually came at Bernabeu back in January of 2018. Pablo Fornals scored the only goal of the game very late on there in the 87th minute. Funnily enough, actually, that day Sergio Ramos missed the game. Now, the last three meetings have all ended 2-2. Bale got both goals in the last meeting here, equalising four minutes from time. Uh, Back in 2019, there were three goals in the first 20 minutes, two for Real Madrid, but Cazorla equalised again. It was a late goal in the 82nd minute. And in May of 18, Madrid let it slip again. They led two goals to nil in that game. Bale and Ronaldo with the goals only to concede two in the last 20 minutes. Now, the last victory here was in 2017. A memorable day that. They came from 2-0 down on 56 minutes to win by three goals to two. Bale, Morata and Ronaldo scoring the goals that day. There have been no nil-nils in this fixture in the last 25 meetings. What about Villarreal's home formal last season? It was anything but a fortress. They were beaten five times by Vigo, Espanyol, Leganes, Barcelona and Sociedad. This season, though, it's been a very good start. Seven games played, six wins and one draw. But only two clean sheets here. Huesca, Ibar, Alaves and Valencia in La Liga. That is, have all scored goals here. As for Madrid's away form, six played, including Champions League, and they've taken 10 points on the road from 15 available so far. Unai Emery's team start this match round in second place behind Sociedad by two points on 18. Two points in front of Real Madrid, who start in fourth. They have, though, played one game less. What is Unai Emery expecting them from Real Madrid? His response was unequivocal. He said, I think against us and Inter, it will be the very best Madrid possible. When this team and this squad plays to 100%, they are a very difficult team to beat. What about a couple of players to watch? Well, six different players have scored for Villarreal this season. Keep your eyes on Alcacer, the top scorer with five goals. He's also added a couple of assists there as well. The ex-Barcelona Dortmund and Valencia player is continuing his prolific nature. After 23 goals in 37 for Dortmund, he's 9 in 22 now here. Gerard Moreno as well, also on a high. 
He's managed four goals this season following on his good form from last year where he scored 18 goals. Uh, he also got the late equaliser for Spain against the Swiss a few days ago. Uh, his fourth international goal in eight games there as well. Not a bad return in his first year of international football. At Madrid also have six goal scorers this season. Benzema tops the score in charge with four. Valverde on three. Benzema, of course, also joint top assist provider as well with three, along with Rodrigo. What about the tail of the tape? How do the teams then stack up statistically? Well, nine games played by Villarreal, eight by Real Madrid, 13 goals for Villarreal, 14 for Real Madrid, average shots per game, 10.3 for Villarreal, 14.1 for Real Madrid. Uh, out of that, though, the shot's actually on target, 4.3 for Villarreal, 4.9 for Real Madrid. Disciplinary-wise, 14 yellow cards for Villarreal, 13 for Madrid, one red card for Villarreal. That was Cuba, remember. Possession-wise, 56.7 for Villarreal this season, 58.4 for Real Madrid. Pass completion rate, 84.3 for Villarreal, 87.7. For Real Madrid, on to balls one in the air, 14.6 per game. That's strong for Villarreal, 11.4 for Real Madrid. Shots allowed by the opposition, 11.1 for Villarreal, 10.4 Real Madrid. Tackles per game, 14 Villarreal, 15.9 for Real Madrid. And fouls per game, 9.7 for Villarreal and 11.4 for Real Madrid. Now, Madrid's 14.1 shots per game is the highest in La Liga. And their 87.7% pass completion rate is the second best in La Liga behind Barcelona, who sit on 883 and there we are. That just about wraps it up then for today. Do enjoy the game wherever you're watching it this weekend. Thanks for joining me. And I will be back midweek next week. For the moment, though, from me, Tim Cable. Bye-bye for now. 